right all you streetlight crusaders and i guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight welcome back to the fat tuesday night special and now it's time for us to figure out what happened during this week's edition of monday night raw from lexington kentucky and not from Lue Lue. Oh, baby, the way I go. Ay, 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 ay. You know, it was from the University of Kentucky, according to Carl and the Maestro, to kill the mood of singing Louie Louie in the middle of the night. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Well, besides my Louie Louie dreams being killed for this year, folks, Monday Night Raw would kick off with a match for once. Yikes. And it would be a six-man tag team match seeing none other than Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods of the New Day teaming up with Jey Uso to fight against the team of Imperium. And during this match, we're actually go back and forth between these former tag team champions that would have a combined total of well over a thousand days as tag team champion reigns betwixt them would see not only their tag team excellence being brought out with a crossbody neck breaker sliding elbow splashing crossbody to the spine of vinci during this match by kofi kingston and xavier woods for near fall then you would see a toss to the stairs by Kaiser and a boot right to the face of Kofi Kingston. Still for a near fall by Vinci. Even seeing a nasty clothesline by Gunter DJ still leading to a near fall. Then seeing a spear to the ring general during this set contest that would still lead to a near fall thanks to Ludwig Kaiser. And how would he be repaid for that, folks? Well, with an assisted New Day-style 1D with an Uso splash follow-up for the team of the Usos, or the team of the New J, as what I'm going to call it for now, to win this match via pinfall. And after the match was over, later on in the night, we would see the New Day celebrating alongside with Jey Uso and getting a pair of sunglasses to go along with it for free 99 and with plenty of yeets to be mentioned backstage too. <sighs> of course. <laughs> then immediately after that, folks, we would head into yet another match for the night which would see the almighty Bobby Lashley going one-on-one -on -one against Big Bronson Reed. Seems like everybody's getting nicknames nowadays and cool entrances, including one from Bobby Lashley that we never got a chance to see due to the fact that he was on SmackDown. Now, I will say I am very disappointed in the fact that we will no longer see the giant oversized podium that the almighty would stand on for his entrance. And one of the best ones he had for that entrance outside of WrestleMania, the one that he had for SummerSlam. It's really cool. But outside of that big entrance, we would hear from Andrade saying that he had to leave three years ago to find himself once again. And now he's back. And what is he going to do now? Got a feeling go after the world title. But before we figure out those plans, folks, we got us a hot spike to call. Because during this set contest, we would see Bobby Lashley pulling off a superplex from the top rope, or more or less a suplex, according to Carl in my show, but a superplex since it was done to Bronson Reed for near fall. Even seeing Bronson Reed pull off a Death Valley driver, still for near fall. 
And then lastly, going back to the days where he fought against Viscera on a Monday Night Raw long ago, pulling off a nasty one-handed spine buster to Big Bronson Reed, still for near fall. But ultimately, this match would come to an emphatic end after Bronson Reed would pull off a spine buster of his own, a big boy senton, but would get countered out of his tsunami into a deadly driver, or what other people know as a toss off the top rope, for Lashley to hit a spear that would cut big Bronson Reed down the size, for him to qualify for the Elimination Chamber match via pinfall. And if my memory serves me correct, this would be one of the first Elimination Chamber matches we would see Lashley in since the Extreme Elimination Chamber. He might have been in one other than that if you count the one that he was in for the WWE Championship, but due to the fact that he wasn't medically cleared to be in that match after the buckle bomb into the cage that would happen to him, yeah, let's just say that this year we're going to count as his first outside of the Extreme Elimination Chamber a part of December to dismember. Could be wrong, but we'll go with that. Then after that big time match, folks, the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would see the American Nightmare and two-time Royal Rumble winner back-to-back, -back, Cody Rhodes making his way to the ring and making his presence felt and would say that he'll be in the main event against Roman Reigns for the Universal Studios of Orlando, Florida's Undisputed Championship, and would thank the fans for that because of their support with the word, We Want Cody, where they would chant it out in the crowds just like they did on Twitter that would piss off a certain people's champion, none other than The Rock. And The Rock would say that, yeah, the Cody Rhodes Kai babies who go on Twitter and shove a Chicken McNugget down their throat, tweet twice with a Chicken McNugget up their ass, and a whole bunch of other Rock cliche-like promos that he's done back in the day, and would say that people need to sit down, shut their mouths, know their role, and everything else you would hear him say in response to Cody Rhodes wanting that main event spot. And then we would hear Cody Rhodes saying that, you know, uh, Pat, uh, what did The Rock wanted us to do with those chicken nuggets again? What, what was that? And then for the Pat McAfee to say it under his breath a little bit, but at the same time, for him to get serious and say that The Rock, besides having the look of the people in his eye, instead of having that look at the press conference, he had the look of malevolence. Because Cody Rhodes, who would come out to interrupt the match that Roman Reigns wanted to fight against The Rock in a match tied by blood and after showing a PowerPoint presentation of his family tree up on the stage at the press conference, Cody would call bullshit and immediately say that he's the one who can decide who he wants to fight in the main event because he won the Rumble. And I would say the same thing, cause yeah, he won the Royal Rumble match, unless that doesn't mean anything. Only for him to say that he wants to fight you, Roman Reigns, at WrestleMania. 
And after Roman would disrespect the family of the of none other than Cody Rhodes, we would hear Cody saying that you two fighting over who's the head of the table when he's been the one cooking for the past two years, which was true, and would say that if his family was here right now, they would be ashamed of Roman Reigns using his own family as a meal ticket and a way to keep that title around his waist which The Rock said was disrespectful to his family and would slap him in the face. Only for Cody to say that if you had heard what I said, I didn't disrespect your family in any way, but you showed me major disrespect by slapping me in the face. And trust me, Rock, I will get him back for that. Only for Seth Rollins to make his way out to the ring and would say that, yeah, you're welcome for the help after Cody would say thank you and would say that he understands why in the world he decided to challenge against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania to finish that story. And you need to finish that story, not only for you, but for your dad and for everybody around the world because this could be your last real chance to do so. Because if you don't get the job done, the road after WrestleMania could look a little dark because Roman Reigns will get more power, more leverage. He would wrestle lesser than he already does. He would get less title defenses on the board. And you would even see the glass ceiling getting thicker, the brass rings getting higher, instead of the title going to the people which where it belongs. Or more or less the power from that said title going to the people where it belongs if Cody finishes his story and would say that, hey, after last year, what you suffered with rubber chicken being in the ring, I added that note in, but with not only interferences from Paul Heyman, the Usos, Solo Sokoa, and every dirty trick Roman Reigns did that he could possibly do to skate past them, and the road that it took for you to get to this part for WrestleMania, what plan do you got for next year? Because unlike last year, the deck has not been stacked more against you than it is now. Because not only this year, you're not fighting against Paul Heyman. You're not fighting against Solo. You're not fighting against Jimmy. You're also fighting against one of the most popular wrestlers and most influential superstars of all time in the form of The Rock. And then would say, you would not have to fight that battle alone. Because after what he said last week, trying to take everything away from Roman Reigns, he felt that. Because he's sick and tired of those entitled pricks getting away with everything and doing whatever they want to do. Only for him to say that you need somebody in your corner who's equipped to be your shield in this sort of moment. Because he was the one responsible for creating that monster. And for those who don't remember that match they had at the Royal Rumble last year, I would have to say, yeah, Seth is the man behind that monster that is Roman Reigns that's grew to this point and taught him everything that he knew. And now this monster has two heads with the rock, but the one man that can help suit you as your shield was a former architect or someone who is now a visionary, a revolutionary. And that man name is Seth freaking Rollins would drop the microphone and walk out of the ring giving Cody Rhodes an idea of what he's gonna do with his road to Wrestlemania. But before we go any further down that road or any road 
that we're about to head down for this show, folks. I think it's time for us to head back into those musical tunes, and when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Louisville, Kentucky, or Lexington, Kentucky, as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 